Welcome to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun on the web and around the world. Life Tips President Byron White talks to the latest trendsetters about strategies to grow your business. Now, please welcome this week's Life Tips host, Byron White. Welcome, everyone, to today's show. I'm here today with Deborah Lynn Dad, the author of a fabulous book called Home Safe Home. Welcome, Deborah. Thank you. Really great, uh, great to have you on your show. I'm tremendously excited to have you on the show today. You're, you've taken on some some interesting issues related to the green world and living safely at home with regards to toxic chemicals and other safe products to use and replace some of the nasty chemicals being produced by very wealthy companies. Tell us a little bit about your book and how you how you uh, stumbled on this fascinating topic. Well, it was about 25 years ago um, when I became very sick with what we now know as multiple chemical sensitivities or environmental illness. But at the time, I just experienced it as a whole array of unusual symptoms that ranged from insomnia to fainting when I took a shower to headaches and even depression. And um, and it just seemed like I couldn't figure out, like, why am I having all these symptoms that seem to be unrelated? And I actually, my father stumbled on um, the fact that it might be related to toxic chemicals when he was taking my mother to a doctor to be treated for cancer. And I just wanted want to interject that um, chemical exposure re- uh, produces a variety of different effects, and it can range from anything from the uh, environmental illness and chemical sensitivities that I experienced to cancer and birth defects and mutagenic, mutagenic changes and endocrine problems. Uh, uh, chemicals you're exposed to can even make you fat and affect your sex life. So it, we're not just talking about allergies here. We're talking about chemicals that are just wreaking havoc with our bodies. Hmm. Now, and, tell us, yeah, yeah, tell us a little bit about how 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 you literally saw change happen as a result of of of, of this of this awareness. What, well, what, what happened, happened was, was my, my father moment? introduced me. Yeah, my father introduced me to the idea that it might be toxic chemicals, and I thought this is ridiculous because isn't the government supposed to be protecting us from toxic chemicals? But when I started doing research on my own, just like talking to poison control centers and reading toxicology books, I found that the common products that we use every day, and this is still true 25 years later, um, contain toxic chemicals that are poisoning our bodies at very low doses that are still poisoning our bodies. And so when I stopped being exposed to these chemicals one by one, I could see that my symptoms went away. Like when I stopped wearing perfume and using any scented products, I didn't have any more headaches. When I discovered that there was formaldehyde on the finish in the on my bed sheets and I slept, stopped sleeping on those sheets, um, I could sleep at night. And uh, when I got a filter for the water in my shower and reduced the chlorine in my shower, then I didn't faint in the shower anymore. And it was very, very dramatic. And many of these things, like headaches and insomnia, are things that millions of people are taking drugs for, and it's actually just being caused by their environmental exposures. Have you been able to 
talk with people um, that have read your book and have really experienced the miracle, if you will, of removing the toxins, <laughs> removing the toxins from your life one by one, you know. Um, um, I've really talked to many results. people over the years, many people over the years, because um, I've been doing this for 25 years, and I've been, I'm also a consultant as well as a writer, and I have a blog on my website, and a very extensive website, and so I'm in communication with a lot of people whose lives are being changed. People write to me all the time and say, you've saved my life. My whole life has been changed. Your book is my Bible. People live by my book, and, and their health improves. Hmm. It's really interesting. Why don't you tell everybody what the website is so if, if someone's listening and surfing at the same time, they can check it out. <laughs> it's dld123.com, DLD like my initials, Deborah Lynn Dad. DLD123.com. And there I have, of course, you can buy my book, Home Safe Home. I have a blog where you can ask me questions for free. You can find out how about my consulting services. I've got links to over a thousand, over a thousand links to websites that sell non-toxic products. Um, just lots of information. We love tips and advice here on the Life Tip Show, as you can imagine. Give us some of the, 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 some of the solutions that you have to removing toxins from, from your lifestyle. What are replacements, for example? I know baking soda can be used in hundreds of ways, but what are some of your favorites? What are things you really are using all the time with, with your daily life? Um, well, I use baking soda all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, well, I think that one of the easiest places for people to start with cleaning up the toxic chemicals is with cleaning products because cleaning products are uh, among the most toxic uh, chemicals that you'll find in your house, and they're also the easiest and least expensive to change. And um, so here we come to things like, I mean, I just here's what I use to clean my house. I use mm. baking soda. I use vinegar. I use Bonami, which you might have heard of. It's that one with a little chick that hasn't scratched yet that uh -huh. is in every supermarket. There's no toxic chemicals in that. I use Dr. Bronner's liquid soap that you can get in any natural food store. And I use a n fairly new product called Soap Nuts, which actually are nuts that come off of trees. And when you put them in the laundry, they release some kind of soap-like substance that um, that actually cleans your clothes. And your yeah. clothes come out with, there's absolutely no perfume. They come out totally soft. There's no detergent residue. And it's, it's completely natural and unprocessed. And that's all 100% of the cleaning products I use. Wow. Now, tell me a little bit about dirty dishes and how you handle that without something that, uh, that, that, is, that is hardcore. And also dishwashers. What do you do there? Well, um, I just use a natural soap like Dr. Bronner's to wash my dishes, and soap itself will cut through any kind of grease. It's, you don't need to have a detergent. You don't need to have special grease cutters, just plain old-fashioned soap. And my dishwasher is my husband. I don't need to have a mechanical dishwasher. <laughs> Fortunately, my wife does not have one of those, but she does have a cook that does, does cook for and I usually do the dishes as well. <laughs> But okay, so step me there into there are natural there are natural chlorine free dishwashing compound products. I just don't happen to use them because I don't have a dishwasher. Got it. And and um, all right. So 
talk with me about you know uh, your your human body and, and keeping that clean in a natural way. Well, I use very few personal care products. I I happen to like handmade soap. I think that I think soap is so much better than detergent. I think a lot of people don't understand the difference. A detergent is made from crude oil and is incompatible with the human body, and soap is just made from fat and minerals, and so it can actually clean your skin. And handmade soaps are really wonderful because they're very rich and luxurious and often have skin-enhancing things in them. I use a variety of um, handmade soaps, whatever I happen to have on hand. I use a natural shampoo, a natural deodorant. Um, I use a natural tooth powder, and that's about it. Hmm. What about lotion, the all-important lotion? I could not live without lotion. What have you learned about lotion products? Well, again, there's natural lotions uh, as opposed to petrochemical lotions. Um, But what I've really found is that if you're not using substances that dry your skin, you don't need lotion all that much. And But if one wanted to use one, they certainly exist. One of the things that is common in lotions and skin products of the unnatural sort is is the ingredient mineral oil. Now, one of the things that mineral oil does is actually dry out your skin so that you become your skin becomes like addicted to the product that because it dries out your skin, you have to keep putting more and more and more on, whereas your skin in its naturally balanced state actually doesn't need lotion. And have you experienced the joy of hydration in your in your in your healthy world and the importance of hydration, particularly as it relates to dry skin? Are you a fan of lots <laughs> of water intake? I drink about a gallon of water a day. Do you? Wow. And I, and I have been for several years. And um, there's actually a really wonderful book. I'm trying to remember the title of it. Something like "Your Body's Many Cries for Water," in which he talks about how lack of hydration is actually at the foundation of many illnesses. And I think that that's really true. I mean, I have water just most of the day I'm sitting at my desk in my home office, and I am drinking quarts of water all day long till it gets to be about a gallon. Um, and, and I drink very purified water. Um, that it's, it, all the toxic chemicals are out of it, but it still has its natural minerals. And, um, and so I'm getting the full benefit of actually good, clean water. You don't want to sit there and drink tap water all day long because there's a lot of toxic chemicals in tap water. Mm-hmm. And we've had some water experts on the show, and there's some really neat recording, recordings for the guests that, that can listen. And if there's any new guests listening, because water, you know, water that you intake is, is, is a very, very interesting topic in itself. What's your take on filters? Do you have a, a, a water filter set up to your entire house, including your you know, shower water or, or not? Um, I do have a whole house filter, and I highly recommend them. And, in fact, I just want to mention for historic purposes that my father was the first person to invent the shower filter, the independent ones that you screw onto your shower, um, because I was fainting in the shower from the chlorine fumes. And so wow. he went down to the hardware store, and he just got an under-sink carbon filter and switched out the fittings. 
and that was the first shower filter. And a friend of mine started selling them, and now shower filters, you know, I mean, I wish I had a dime for every shower filter. <laughs> we should have patented it. <laughs> wow, that's really neat. What Was was yeah. there an actual brand name of, of your dad's filter? Um, no, because we never sold it. Was it we called Dad's Filter? Somebody. <laughs> was it, hence Deborah Lynn Dad, right? Dad's Water Filter. Right, right. But I also want to say that we, I live here in Florida where it's warm most of the year, although it's too cold to go in the pool right now. But I have a chlorine-free swimming pool, so when I go swimming, wow. there's no toxic chemicals in the pool either. Tell us how you achieve that. That's a miracle. Um, well, and what I, color is the water, I should say? You can actually go online and look at me in my swimming pool and see how beautifully clear and blue the water is. Um, and you yeah. are as well beautiful <laughs> as I might have had. But, no, seriously, how do you achieve that? With, 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 how do you clean water without any chemicals? Um, it's a two-part system, which is described on my website, but I'll tell you, but if you don't need to take notes because it's all on the website. Um, there, first, you put in a water conditioner, and what the water conditioner does is that it actually changes the structure of the tap water to be more structured like naturally occurring water. And then I use um, hydrogen peroxide, in a certain dose, and so there's no, I mean, it's not like it doesn't burn my skin or make my hair yellow or anything like that, but it, the hydrogen peroxide breaks down into oxygen, and so it's basically an oxygenation system because oxygen will kill bacteria, and we don't have, like, things growing in our pool or anything. It's wow. just and, and also, the water actually has little bubbles in it, um, from the hydrogen peroxide. And so you can see the little bubbles on the surface, and it releases oxygen. And so when you go in the water, your, your body actually gets oxygenated, and you feel better when you come out instead of feeling tired from the chlorine. Wow, that, I, that is really something. How, how much maintenance required? How, how, much, how, much, uh, you know, how much work is required? How, how often do you have to put... We just... We add the hydrogen peroxide. During, during the times of year when we're actually in the pool every day, we, um, we add hydrogen peroxide once a week. What's the root of hydrogen months. peroxide besides oxygen? Is, is there, are there any chemicals in, in hydrogen peroxide? I guess not. Huh? No, it's, it's hydrogen and oxygen. Hmm. How much do you have to put in? Is it expensive? Um, hmm. I... It, it's not prohibitively expensive. It's not any more expensive than chlorine. It's not expensive enough that I even think about it. Hmm. We buy it in a 55-gallon drum, and hmm. so it lasts us several months. Hmm. If you were to take a swim in a chlorinated pool, what effect would that have on your body right now in today's state? Well, it wouldn't have much of an effect on me right now at all because I'm very recovered from my former chemical sensitivity and I can withstand most chemicals. But here's what happens. You don't just become chemically sensitive overnight. It's a, a matter of chemicals building up in your body after day-in, day-out exposure. So because I live in a very non-toxic environment in my home, if I go out and I'm exposed to a toxic chemical, it hardly affects me at all. 
But if I were living in a toxic home, working in a toxic pesticide factory, driving around in a toxic car, you know, all these things, then it starts building up and eventually it's like the rain barrel overflows and then you start having illness. And so the idea is to detox your body, keep it detoxed and not get to that point where it's overloaded. Mm. Listen, let's take a little station break. We'll be back with a few more questions and we'll wrap up our show. Life Tips on WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Welcome back to our coverage of the 17th Annual Golf Invitational, brought to you by SureHits.com. When looking for the right ad network, there seem to be unlimited choices. Go with the only network that targets the insurance industry, SureHits.com. Let's head down to the fairway. Here we are at the 18th hole. Odd choice for Ken Mitchum to not go to SureHits.com here. I mean, they are the only ad network that targets the insurance industry. Definitely a strange choice to not pick the best option for publishers in the finest category, but, oh, here's a swing. Oh, look out, folks. Terrible slice into the woods. Jeff Burns now stepping up to the fairway. And it looks like he's already chosen SureHits.com. Clearly the best choice since they pay more for quality traffic. And the swing. Oh, my. He crushes it. When getting ready to make your drive, go with a sure thing. SureHits.com. For insurance, it's SureHits. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Can you believe how long it takes to order food here? Uh, Here we go. Excuse me. She's not even looking over here. Great service is hard to come by. Whether you're sitting at a bar, restaurant, or creating effective search advertising campaigns. Um, excuse me. I think we need to go somewhere else. It's easy to feel forgotten, especially when your advertising budget is on the line. LookSmart serves up to 400 million queries a day with a side of the best customer service in the online advertising industry. Hi, how are y'all doing today? What can I get you folks to eat? You were right. This place is so much better. LookSmart, premium and performance advertising solutions. Welcome to Webcology. We have Ken Jarina from FER. We've started to develop a new breeds of websites that are really harnessing the technology we have behind our keyword research and our market research that allows us to really do extensive data mining of all the keywords and, of course, posting all that information and, and getting some great market research websites that have really great, unique content. Live broadcast Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. We're on demand anytime inside the search engine optimization channel only on webmasterradio.fm. Find Webmaster Radio now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Add us today from the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. We're back, everyone, with Deborah Lynn Dad. Really a pleasure uh, having you on the show today. I want to talk a little bit about your new book, your newest book called Really Green. Um, and uh, and get back back at that. But I've got a couple more questions before we dive into newly green um, that I have for the what's for for the queen of green as you've been called by the New York Times, Deborah. Um, thanks for being on our show today. Here's my question: toothpaste. What's your take on products like 
Colgate and Crest that are producing these products. What's 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 in toothpaste? I mean, to, to me, it seems like you're, you're putting that in your mouth, so it's probably, if there's anything dangerous in there, yikes, it's going to go right into your system. What's your take on that? Um, well, there are some artificial ingredients in tooth, just regular standard toothpaste, things like artificial colors and flavors, although some toothpaste now have natural flavors. But the thing that I'm most concerned about is the fluoride in the toothpaste because there's way too much fluoride, so much that there's actually a warning label now on toothpaste that warns parents not to have their children swallow toothpaste because mm. even that little swallow is way too much. Um, I think that if people, I mean, certainly it's been shown that fluoride does help um, reduce cavities, but only in the proper amounts. And what's happening today is that people are getting way too much and getting illness from that. And what about white bright, uh, white teeth brighteners? You know what? I don't actually know what's in them. I offhand, um, there's a thing on my blog about brighteners, tooth brighteners. Um, but I don't have that in front of me right now. I actually don't have a photographic memory and cannot remember all the millions of little facts. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's why I have a website. <laughs> you're doing a pretty good job today, and I appreciate that. But, but again, we'll, we'll direct everybody to the site, uh, dld123.com, as, as, as we will continue to plug that, because it really is there's some amazing things on there. In the break, I was just mesmerized with how much is on there. What specific products do you think are most damaging to your health without you knowing it? Probably pesticides in general, um, because pesticides really are designed to kill. And uh, even if we're exposed to them in very small amounts, they're still designed to kill, and they're toxic. And um, a, a lot of things that are going on in our bodies are damaged by the amount of pesticides, like hormones that affect our weight and our sex drive and, uh, you know, and, and our adrenal glands are, are damaged by pesticides. Just so many things. And pesticides are in so many products. We, I think most people know that there's pesticides in foods, but pesticides are in, you know, beds and things, you know. Um, it's just everything. People want there to be no pests anywhere, and and so we're just constantly being bombarded by these pesticides. I do want to make sure that before we get to the end of the show to say that there's a lot of bad toxic chemicals out in the world, but there's also a lot of really fabulous products that are less toxic. And, and the numbers of these products has increased exponentially in the last, say, the last five years. Mm-hmm. And um, so... The, the news is not all bad because for everything that's toxic, there is a non-toxic alternative now available, and most of them are on my website. What are your favorite green shopping sites for products that you feel are environmentally friendly? <laughs> uh, there's about a thousand of them. <laughs> um, I would say one off the top of my head that I think has a lot of really good products is greenfeet.com. And uh, I, uh, I've, I've looked quite extensively at their products, and, and they're really very conscientious. And is it F-E-A-T or F-E-E-T, green feet? F-E-E-T. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, about, what about travel products? Do you have any recommendations there? Um, you what know, kind you, you of travel products? Well, you know, are you, you know, you're probably not, taking your soap nuts with you when you travel? <laughs> or, well, I, I mean, don't, but, you know, what do you I travel, travel with? 
Yeah. Um, I travel a lot, and um, I, I take my pillow with me. And if I'm staying for any period of time, I take my sheets with me, too, because I don't like sleeping on those polyester sheets. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I take all my standard, you know, my soap and my shampoo, and I take a little bottle of Dr. Bronner's. So if I want to clean something, I've got that liquid soap, and I use it to wash my dishes. And I'm actually just about to go. Um, I, as I said, I live in Florida, but I'm about to leave in a couple of weeks to go spend three months in San Francisco. And I'm just packing up all this stuff so that um, I can take my non-toxic home with me. Well, I'd love to know what your essentials are that you wouldn't leave home without, especially on a three-month journey. Did you just mention them? I mean, your, your pillows and sheets, obviously. Um, pillows and sheets and my natural you know, personal care products and mm-hmm. my natural fiber clothes and mm-hmm. um, my, um, you know, my... My office supplies, like my pens that don't have toxic solvent in it and things like that. What else am I taking? Um, Well, I happen to be renting an apartment um, that is only sparsely furnished for three months instead of staying in a hotel this time. And so I have to bring, um, you know, just everything, Uh, you know, kitchen utensils, uh, dishes, See, like I don't use, I don't like to use plastic dishes. I don't like to use plastic anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm bringing my glass dishes, um, my china, and you know all that stuff. I'm, I'm, but I'm doing an experiment. I'm, I'm trying to see for these three months how little I can, I need to live on, mm. because I think that most people have far too many personal possessions, much, much more than they need. And I actually have decided that I'm one of those people, and I want to see what really, as you say, what are the essentials that I need to go through life for three months? Mm-hmm. Very neat, really. Uh, can't wait to follow up with you because you really, your, your knowledge is just so vast. Tell me, um, tell, me what, tell me a little bit about kids. I'm curious how, in, in your experience, you've gotten kids in this sort of, green movement, if you will? I haven't done a lot to get kids involved, um, because mostly because I'm not around very many kids. I don't have children myself. But there have been a lot of um, the schools have been very good at educating children about the environment, though not so much about toxic chemicals. Um, there, one of the things, though, is that children are much more affected by the toxic chemicals than adults are primarily because their bodies are smaller, they're breathing faster, they're crawling around on the floor where there's a lot of toxic chemicals fall out of the air. And even if you had if you had a child and an adult in the same room where there's the same amount of toxic chemicals, because the child's body is like half size, they're still bringing in the same amount of toxic chemicals, so it's going to affect them twice as much. And it's like a double exposure. And their body systems are not fully developed, so they're not as resistant to them as we adults are. So if, if people have children, it's more important to detoxify the house. Hmm. Have you seen some interesting correlation with eczema and toxins in, in, the, in the environment? Well, you know, this was just, someone just wrote about this today in my blog where um, someone had written in asking how could she handle her eczema in a natural way. And so lots of people started writing in with answers. And this woman wrote in, and I just posted it this morning, about how she actually had 
tried all these different things, but the thing that worked for her was to take these detoxification herbs, which started getting the chemicals out of her body, and her eczema, or her son's eczema actually went away. And um, she was absolutely convinced. I mean, her, her son was taking them, not that she took the herbs and her son's, you know what I mean. Uh-huh, <laughs> anyway, sure. she, she concluded, so, so now she's taking the herbs, but she concluded that she had many more years of life to get many more toxic chemicals in her body, and it was going to take longer for her eczema to go away, but she was absolutely convinced that it was a buildup of toxic chemicals that were causing the eczema. Hmm. Have, you, have you seen any um, interesting clothing lines, and what do you think the, the overall effect of natural clothing products is, you know, is, is on your overall health? Well, I think, um, first of all, there's a lot of organic cotton clothing now and a lot of clothing that are using less toxic dyes, and I think that all of that is good. Um, There was a study done in Germany, actually, that showed that the pesticides in um, the cotton, when it's picked, are no longer there by the time it turns into fabric because they're removed during the processing. However, if you've got like a natural cotton futon or a pillow or something like that with cotton batting in it, those pesticides are still on the batting. So it's really important that if you're going to have something like a cotton pillow or futon that you go with organic cotton. That's a place where it's really important or you're going to be exposed to those toxic pesticides again. Um, I do think that... um, that it's important, this gives me an opportunity to say this, I think that it's really important for everybody to understand that our individual physical health is very dependent on the condition of the environment because we are breathing in, I mean, if there's pesticides being put on cotton, then we're breathing those pesticides, even if we live on the opposite side of the world. The, the winds are blowing. I mean, we're, when I was in San Francisco last, there were stories on the news, the evening news, about how much pollution is being blown from industrial China across the Pacific and that they were getting it in San Francisco. So just because something's happening in another part of the country or another part of the world does not mean that we're not being exposed to it. And if we only think about just our little bodies and, and what's going on in our house, that's, that's not the whole thing. We're, we're interconnected with all of life and all of pollution. Tell us a little bit about Really Green. It, it looks fascinating. I haven't read it, but tell me about some of the innovative tools you can use that will help you determine what is really green. Well, when I was writing this book, one of, one of the questions that people are always asking is, well, this product says it's green and that product says it's green, but how do I know if it's really green? And that's why I titled the book that way. And what I looked at was, first of all, um, you, everybody, each of us as a consumer needs to be able to look at whatever the claim is and say, is that even a true claim? Or has the conclusion this manufacturer come to actually a true conclusion? And so what I've done in the book is that I've outlined what are the basic principles that could make a product green. And also, a, a product is not just a snapshot. It's more like a movie because it has a beginning and a use and an end. And in order for a product to be really green, the materials need to be green, the manufacturing needs to be green, it needs to be safe when you're using it, and it needs to be disposed, be able to be disposed in a way that goes back into the ecosystem. 
and this is what I explain in the book, is how to understand this concept. And, and also, in the field of green, there really isn't a standard as to what is green, and I set that standard in this book, that I, I say nature gives us a standard, and I explain what it is. In, uh, in our effort to save some memory on the iPods that will be downloading this podcast, Deborah, I, I want to <laughs> state that I want to have you back on the show. Rarely do we have a guest that offers as many tips and advice uh, in one particular sh- session here. On, uh, <laughs> Thank you. Yes, really great stuff. Um, just hats off for your effort and your commitment to really helping uh, listeners like we have here on the Life Tips show. But uh, thanks very much for being on the show today. I'd be happy to come back. Can't wait. I'm already, we'll get scheduling you in. How long will you be in San Francisco? And what is that journey all about, by the way? Is it some work you're doing out there? Or? Um, I have some consulting work, but it's also a personal journey. I have some personal things that I want to do for myself, and I'm Fantastic. just going to take the time to do them. That's terrific. Well, we wish you best of luck in your journey. Want to hear an update on your minimalistic style uh, and approach and how that <laughs> went? That'll be great. Our, I'll do that. <laughs> There you go. So we will have you back to, to review that. We'll look forward to hearing what, how, how the minimalistic approach went. I, I, I can't wait to tell my wife to listen to that particular show as well. Okay. Um, but, uh, but anyway, pleasure having you on the show. Thanks for listening, everyone. Until next week, I hope your life was a little, or in this case, a lot better, smarter, faster, and wiser. Thanks for listening, everyone.